What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Grassroots Roundtable Podcast, a podcast that's just a discussion between a couple of local church leaders. They call me the A-game, Adam Bailey. I'm an elder of Grassroots Church here in the Greenbrier Valley of West Virginia. <coughs> Excuse me. Joined again by Darren Cherry, the main man himself, the lead elder of Grassroots Church. Morning, Darren. Cheers to you in your orange soda. So I, it just reminded because I kind of opened <clears throat> this can of pop underneath the table, like, quietly, and it reminded that's, that's me. a church thing. Do you remember way back, because it feels like forever ago, when we would do the uh, live stream from the lobby uh, during the pandemic? Yes. And what I would do is I would set everything up. I would get the TV, the PowerPoint. I would uh, get my computer set and the lights on and everything, and I would hit go live and have a countdown on the TV. So I would just stand to the side, but the volume was live, like you could hear everything. And I had gotten a can of pop from the fridge. It sounded like you cracked open a beer. And that's what... Uh, it, was a, it was a Mountain Dew, wasn't it? It was. And Josh and John Madera, Josh uh, Weichel, John Madera, they said they were messaging each other going, did Darren just crack open a cold one? I was like, I didn't know you could hear it. On a Sunday morning before a sermon, sounds Listen, you don't want to hear. How you get prepared to preach and how I get prepared to preach might be two different things. Hey, um, you know, that's on them for judging you. It could have been a Mountain Dew. It could have been a it could have been a seven up, which is like the most innocent soda, I think. Is it Seven Up or Sprite? Yeah, most innocent soda ever. So if somebody hears a crack and and like a can opening and they automatically assume beer, I don't know, man. Maybe that's not your problem. I people hear and see what they want to hear and see. It was a Mountain Dew. Expect you to roll out with some some Crocs and the Yingling. <laughs> it was a Mountain Dew, and but it was just hilarious. Like, Did Darren just crack open a cold one? You know, that's kind of a church thing too. Opening stuff. Did you ever do this whenever you were in a? When you went to a church that had pews and you had to open up a piece of candy or gum, the behind the back thing. So I learned pretty quick, just own it. Just you know, how people try to go slow and quiet, and it's like, no, that's just so much worse. You just unwrap it, eat it, done. But we, so this is actually something that's funny. Our our pastor in Cincinnati when I was growing up, middle school, high school, he had a, he had a side hustle. Okay, and this is going to give a little bit of my age away. Um, you're 42. One. Ah! Sorry. Yep. 41. You're I'll so be 42 a, in January. You have the maturity of a 42-year-old. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm beyond my age. <laughs> um, so, but he had this side hustle. He, he s- had a pager business where he would, you actually got the pager from him. He owned the pager, but you paid monthly to have it and have the service. Well, dude, he had... People all over the place had pagers. And I had people that I knew, I worked with, that they were like, they saw my pager and they were like, where do you get that? Ah, my pastor. And so they were like, can we get one? And so I was like, yeah. I went to my pastor. I was like, yeah, I've got a few people that want it. It was like a pyramid thing. Like, he, I made some good money. He would give me part of the you profit. You went a, a pyramid, a pager pyramid? Yes. A pyramid In pager church? scheme. And so... But the funny thing was, the cool thing about the pager was they would have updates. 
and there'd be news, there'd be finance, there'd be sports, there'd be all these updates. And so you could actually set your pager to let you know if there was an update on sports, you know, things like that. Well, during the NCAA tournament, church would be going on. That's the wind blowing the unit above us. Wow, listener, we are about to blow away in the theater. Yeah, the roof I'm is I'm pretty sure we in. are tornado-proof, but... I think I think if there's a safe building in our area for tornadoes, this would be it. It's the Lord's house. We're both structurally and spiritually sound. It's like a cinder block <laughs> I mean, building. We, we have a cistern. Some might call it the, the waters of life. Oh, we could dive I'm into just, that thing and be safe real quick. I'm just saying we, we should be set during the apocalypse. But the funny thing was during the, during the church service, all of a sudden you'd see 20 people across the congregation look down. <laughs> And it's because updates would come to scores, and everybody's pager would let them know. But we would play a prank Suffice on each other. Suffice to say, everybody was on the same page. page. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but we'd play a prank on each other where you would turn somebody's beeper off. You'd be like, hey, let me, let me read that. And you'd turn it off. They'd be like, dang you. And they'd turn it back on, but you had turned it off of vibrate onto audible. And so next thing you know, this pager is going like beep 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 as it's coming on. And everybody hears it and looks over, and you're trying to play it off. You're trying to put it under your leg where you won't hear it. And the guy that is selling you the beeper is up there preaching, and he knows what it is, and he's looking over at you. Yeah, we got to where you weren't allowed to touch each other's beeper or else you'd know. Is this a '90s story? Where where was Dude, this? When that was my was this? age, man? Is this? The I 90s? graduated high school in '99, so that's wow. my era. That's the same. That's the same year that Corey and Topanga graduated. No wait, I think they were the class of '98, if I remember the graduation <sighs> I right. I can't so, remember. So obviously, I watched. So Boy they're Meets they're World, 42, but. which explains their unbelievable maturity. Did you ever watch Boy Meets World? Oh, absolutely. It was a pretty good show. I, I, was, that show. I wasn't allowed to watch it growing up. Until mom and dad got divorced, and we watched a lot of it. But it's a great show. It's a clean show. I thought it was a very good show. It's very funny. Interesting. You learn a lot. It was a good Always one. had a good one. We actually, point. whenever we resubscribed it, well, whenever we got Disney Plus for the first time a few years ago, one of the actually might have been the first show we watched was Boy Meets World, followed up by a lot of Star Wars. Did you watch Boy Meets Girl? Girl Meets or World? No, Girl Meets World. I most of it. I wanted to like it. It's just not as I good. I wanted to like it. I don't like, if I can see social agenda in the plot, I tend to just get turned off because I'm like, I know what you're trying to make me think. I know, you know, when it becomes obvious, the agenda becomes obvious, it turns me off because I want to I want to think about it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like watching, uh, did you see that Benedict Cumberbatch cowboy movie yet? The Power of the Dog? No. Yeah, it's it's a really weird movie. I'll, I mean, y'all be careful. Obviously, it's rated R. Heads up there, but... It's very obscure to the point where a- after watching it, <clears throat> I had to Google, like, what, what does this mean? It's like, oh, after doing the reason, you know, I don't like obvious lessons. I like to dig a little deeper. Okay. On the surface, it's like cowboys, bang, bang, boom, boom. That guy's a jerk. But then you look below the surface, it's like, man, this is quite telling of human nature. And well, don't give it away. I haven't seen it. You might absolutely hate it. Um, I probably will. I, f- I had to. F- I fast forwarded through some scenes. Did I ever tell you, did I tell you that? You actually did tell me. Yeah, that because you had there to. are some things I refuse to watch on on movies and things. 
But you got to be careful, though. Next thing you know, you fast forward into the abyss of confusion. The abyss That's true. of confusion. What happened in that scene? Yeah, and um, it is pretty good. Adam Project was great. Probably the best movie I watched in like a year. Adam Project was really good. Uh, I told you we went and saw Lost City. Kelly and I did. Great movie. We enjoyed Uncharted. Went and saw that. Tom Holland do a good job. Just a good classic action adventure. Movie. Yeah, just a lot of fun. A Lost City was the same standalone. way. Yeah. See, I love. I told you earlier this morning on our three-hour breakfast. Uh, I love listener. Hi, welcome to the conversation. But I love simple good art at this point. Like uh, just to watch a movie and not watch a series because series are so emotionally... You have to make an emotional investment for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks, and some episodes are garbage, some episodes are awesome. Boba Fett confuses the dickens out of me because I don't (laughs) even know how I feel about it. That's true. It's it's like two different shows at once. It's almost like they... They went a completely different creative direction halfway through. But it's anyway, the book of Boba Mandalorian. Yeah, I don't know what that was. <laughs> but you got to make that emotional investment last forever. You know what I like? I like, I like good fun movies that once I watch them, I'm done. It's done. It's over. It's but not you know waiting. why? It's because so, life is heavy, man. Life so is like, heavy. you're watching the Adam Project, and you're just going with it. You just go with it wherever the movie takes you. You go with it. But in a show where you you start to form where you think it should end. You start to form how it should go, and you go episode by episode by episode, and then it doesn't go where you think it should, or you don't like the way. But in a movie, you don't have time to do that. You just you're just along for the ride. You know, how many people think, you know, even like Avengers, and then Infinity War, and then <clears throat> Endgame, or even now with you know No Way Home and Spider Man, like they. They have such opinions on everything that's happened so far that you can't just enjoy the movie for what it is. You think you should go a certain way, but when you sit down and watch the standalone stuff, you're like, ah, I'm just alone for the ride. Yeah, and if you follow series, you're probably communicating with people online about it, so there's all these different opinions, and especially if it's Star Wars, because Star Wars fans unanimously hate Star Wars. Anything new that comes out in the Star Wars universe, a, Star, a true Star Wars fan is obligated to hate it. I'm not a true Star Wars fan. I just like the movies and the shows. They're, they're fun. They're it's fun. A fun. It's a fun universe so it, to be it, a part of. It is of. kind of depressing being like, man, that was pretty cool. What did, oh, 10% on Rotten Tomatoes? What? Really? Something wrong with me? Of course not. You ever fall asleep watching movies? Oh, yeah. You ever wake up and feel sore, Darren, <laughs> from your nap during a movie? I, I you and I are both ailed right now. Because we are. We're, we're moving a little. But I, I will say I, I was so excited for the new Matrix movie, Matrix Res- Resurrections, because I loved the original Matrix. The next two were okay. They kind of progressed the storyline. that, I, But the first one was so good. I was so excited about the third one. I fell asleep during it. It was terrible. Well, I'm really enjoying Eclipse. Uh, I think that so far it has been my favorite read in the Twilight series. What's the difference in a saga and a series? That's a question. Because I think I feel like I've heard the phrase "the Twilight Saga." Sorry, Seven Up's making me a little. Uh, little the windy difference over here. is the Twilight Saga is all drama. It's all teen well, drama. Well, Eclipse is more of character backgrounds. It's like the main characters going to all these different peripheral characters, secondary characters, and you're just learning more about them. And you know me, I'm all about that. Um, but it's such a slower pace. Like there are no events really happening. Like nothing's happening other than conversations and background. 
compared to the, the the first two books, you have Twilight and then um, was it New Moon? New I think Moon is the second one. Yeah, it's. Like, I mean, I don't know. It's just there's the characters are, are Why weak would I know? and shallow, but there's there are things happening like the plot's heavy. Uh, then you get to Eclipse, and it's like, oh, they're trying to explain the characters more. So I like it better, but nothing's happened plot-wise. It's slow, so I've had a hard time staying consistent in my reading. Have you Eclipse. seen the movies? Yeah, okay. at, at some point. Now, whether or not I paid attention, I was I was uh, drugged to the part two of Breaking Dawn. Okay, so so something about the whole Breaking Dawn thing um, that I'm interested once you get to the book. And this is, I don't know if this is a spoiler. I don't know if I want to tell you. I mean, I'm familiar with pretty much everything that happens, so, but I don't know the details. I'm watching the movie, and, and like I've, I've already said, you just go where the story goes. I don't care. I don't have any opinions. I'm just, and I like, and I'm shallow. I just like a good adventure. Like, I don't need deep plots in a movie. I don't need multiple twists. Just give me, just give me entertainment. That's why I go to the movies. And Kelly and I went and saw part two. Of Breaking Bad, Breaking um, Dawn. I know. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> well, don't even in the same breath. Do not they mention those two things. They are equal. No, um, don't you dare defile Breaking Bad. But in Breaking Dawn, uh, part two, the final battle, dude, I was on the edge of my seat. Not because like what's going to happen. I was like, man, this is a good battle. This is fun. Oh, and it was fake. The wolves are in it. The vampires are in it, good and bad, like everybody's good, so good. And then finally, you're like, you're seeing the bad guys get demolished. You're like, this is beautiful. Get them, Edward. And then, what's his face? Let's go over hands. And she has just shown him his future if he doesn't back off. So it never happens. And Kelly told me, Alice. Yes. And what's the main bad guy's name? The main bad the, guy? The long-haired guy. The uh, uh, You're thinking of two different things. In New Moon, there was... Oh, well, in Twilight and New Moon, there was a... Um, Not the random vampire. I'm talking about the, the... The Volturi people? The Volturi. Who's the head of the Volturi? Oh, it's not Marcus Aurelius. It's uh, Caius? No, that's, from, that's, from, that's from Gladiator. Caius? I don't know, but... Something. But... Oh, wait, I know who you're talking about. He's the blonde guy. Yeah, I know who you're talking about because whenever they were in Italy, they met with him, and he's... Yeah, I know what you're talking about good. So, yeah. so he, uh, or in the in the book, the whole battle is a mental battle. It's a mental battle that's going on, and Kelly was telling me about it. And so I'm like, I'm, I'm I mean, I enjoy well, that, it. That's interesting. I'd say I didn't know the book was going to be like that because I get what you're saying because Edward is he reads people's minds and. It's Alice a complete can predict the future, and they use all their battle. weapons at their disposal. That's pretty cool. That is one interesting theme, though, in the book. Again, the worst part about it is the romance. Oh, wait. The worst part about it is the character Bella. Just awful depiction in the movies because Kristen Stewart just, yep, ruins the movies for me, pretty much. That's how bad her acting is. Sorry, but not sorry. Even Nobody in the books, such an disagrees un- with such you. an undesirable character for me. I'm like, Edward, we can, you can, come on, buddy. We can do better than this boy. Jacob, really? Why are we all getting our... Our bridge is in a bunch over Bella. I was all team Jacob. Well, it's funny, though, because um, I've never... How long could two men talk about Twilight? I don't know. You talk about two different men, too. That's another thing. I'm like, this must be way that girls approach guys in, like, adolescence and teenage years, early adulthood. It's like you got the kind of like the guy's guy, the Jacob out there. Yep. Then you got Mr. 
read poetry outside the pub at 9.30 on a Friday in the glowing red light. <laughs> Come on, you know that was classic. Dude had a black turtleneck and everything. What if he was a vampire and he was reading our minds the entire time? Then he knew that I was sitting there looking at him going, dude, quit trying so hard. <laughs> he had a... Oh my God. If, okay, well, listener, someone please talk to the guy. You should have went up there. And so, listener, we're at the pub, and I look across the room, and, and at the front of the pub, because it wasn't really busy that night at the time we were there. I think the way you said it was there were 10 drunk people playing darts that sounded like 100. Yes. That's about it. But I was in a different room. <laughs> and then us. And then us out there. And there was this guy at the front of the pub sitting by himself. But the front of the pub has a red light. Like the light there isn't like a normal light. It's red. And so he's under this red light. But he has like the black pants and this black turtleneck on. And he's he looked like that, literally the stereotype of what you would think about the angsty artist sitting, you know, alone. Uh, Classic blue. I, I, I was cracking up at it. I was like, I, I, don't, I can't take this. Yeah, you don't think he was enjoying it. He was doing it for the... Why be out in public if you want to be private about being out in public? Why be out in public if you want to be left alone? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Like, I understand if someone has to eat lunch alone. I've been there. Used to be like a big taboo thing in high school. It was like, don't eat lunch alone. And I really never cared until one of my friends who was a few years older than me, Stephen Rem, was like, Man, you gotta stop eating lunch alone. That's just bad juju. You sit with me next time. I was like, sure. Are are you the type can you do this though? Like you love to go like you and I going to lunch. Love to go hang out, talk, eat lunch. But there's sometimes you like to just go sit alone, eat quietly, have your own thoughts. I could do that at home. I mean, I I just don't for me, if I'm out in public, I feel like I should be engaged with the public. I don't think I want to go out into the public and expect to be private. See, when I go to a restaurant, like growing up, I'd see somebody sitting by themselves, and I'd always want to be like, man, I'd love to just go over there and sit with them because they're eating. But there's times like I'm like, no, no, please leave me alone. I would love to just sit here quietly, eat my wings. I don't need anybody to talk to me. Well, it kind of depends on their posture, too. Like, if you see someone sitting alone at a restaurant, they're not on their phone, they don't have any food in front of them, and their hands are clasped together, and they're just looking around, you're probably not going to approach them because it looks like they're expecting somebody. Mm. You know, maybe they're reading. But if it's like the little man that looks like he always used to sit in that spot with his wife, but now she's gone, and you're like, oh, let me keep you company. <laughs> I'll be. That's a weird feeling, but hey, I'll try to, <laughs> bless we assume. On that as well. That's true. But no, one thing that I like to do, I did with you earlier. So we're waiting for you. To, I was waiting for you to finish up a phone call. Um, Air, AirPods, the wireless uh, headphones, yeah. are so convenient. Because today I was thinking about getting a haircut, but here's how impatient I am. If I have to get a haircut and super cuts, they don't do appointments anymore. They only do walk-ins. They open oh. at 10. I don't. I hate waiting in line, so I will be there right at 10 and be like, haircut me. Or as they say on the office, beer me a haircut. <laughs> Andy... Why don't you just but embrace my look? If I, I'm, I might have to. Someone said my beard's gray. Do you see gray? I could see where right on the front of your chin, it's lighter than the rest of it, and so they could mistake that as gray. But you don't think it's gray? Nope. Yeah, wasn't on my meeting last night. They're like, oh, I see some gray coming in. I was like, you know, if I look like Gandalf, nah, that's it's just that's I just can, them torturing. I can you. use that. But no, these uh, these daggone AirPods are so convenient. Like, if I have to wait to get my hair cut, just put a podcast on or something like that. It's so convenient. But people don't know I have them in my ear 
because they're AirPods. So I'm working around the house, and then I hear someone yelling at me. I take my um, earbud out. There's Jesse. I was like, what? She's like, oh, sorry, I didn't know you had headphones in. I was just talking to you about something today. I was like, oh. So not being able to announce, I have to do this. It's like, hey, guys, I want to I wanna do some dishes and clean the kitchen for a little bit. I have my headphones in. Just know that. Heads up. See, I don't have any, so I never have them in. You know, or if you if you want to, okay, so sometimes, you know, walk and pot around the neighborhood. I don't really feel like talking. I live right next to the Methodists. <laughs> they have a lot of stuff going on at the Methodist Church in front of my house. Um, but I put my headphones in sometimes without anything on, just like note the social cue. And it actually happened recently where someone waved me down, and I pulled out my headphone, and they were just like, hey, how's it going? Beautiful day outside. I was like, it really is, isn't it? <laughs> Gonna keep moving now. They didn't see it, which is ironic, but really good investment. Thank you, Apple, for making such solid products that sync well together. And cost so little. I'll never have to Said it. no one ever. That iPad, grassroots, um, hooked me our, up with Our gift to you. Yeah, five years. Still running the exact same way it did five years ago. Gotta love that. Average life for iPad is five to seven years. Uh-oh. Apple's just better. I'm sorry. You, you Android people out there, you're the problem. Larry, if you're listening, you know what I mean. He's been he's been to both worlds. I bet he loves his iPhone now. My mom had Droid for a while and went over to iPhone and despised it and immediately went back to Droid. Well, that's no one's perfect, but it's it would make my life easier. Darren, how'd you hurt your back? Did I ask you that earlier because you said you have a Yeah, so I, I always kind of I always have back problems. Um just muscle tightness since I was in high school. And uh I'm getting old, and so I was – Kelly and I have switched vehicles because her van doesn't get as good a gas mileage as my car, and they drive all the way out to the school and back now every I remember day. the story. Now I got you. And so, yeah, I start reaching to clean the van because if I'm going to be in it – because I don't want to mess with stuff if she's the one mainly driving it because it's her vehicle. So if she's got, like, some stuff in the console in the middle, that's her stuff. So I'm like, I'm not going to touch it. But if I'm the one mainly driving it now – like, I got to clean some things up. And and I kept reaching over and doing that, and I literally hurt my back. So every time you make me laugh, it hurts. So I have always slept with what has always been referred to as a cuddle pillow. <laughs> I'm, I'm not mad about that at all because I do the same thing. Can you keep the uh, pillowcase on your cuddle pillow? Because Jessie judges me because she's always like, ew, that pillow is so nasty. You need to put a case on it. I'm like, it'll come off for some reason like 20 minutes. I don't know how I'm cuddling the pillow, but it always ends up So you undress the pillow? Apparently. But one of the big Christmas gifts to give your kids this year was something. Were were things called smush pillows, I believe? You ever heard of that? I have not heard of that one. It's just little balls that are roughly shaped like um, different Disney characters or different animals. But anyway, Jesse accidentally bought two Woody from Toy Story, two Woody smush mellows. So you're talking about like a good, you know, two feet tall, really round, just a big bulky pillow. That is now my cuddle pillow. Just a, And I told Jesse about that. I'm like, this thing is the best cuddle pillow ever. She's like, I'm going to get you some more for Christmas. I was like, thanks, love you too. But one thing I like to do, one re- hey, listener, one benefit from the cuddle pillow is that if you ever need a little bit of elevation, just put the cuddle pillow behind your head on top of your other pillow. Boom. It's awesome. Now you can sit up and watch your phone. The reason I started using what, what you're calling, so I'll call a cuddle pillow, pillow is if you, if you lay on your side primarily, which is what I do, 
if you put a pillow between your knees, it straightens out your back. It, your spinal cord, if you're just laying on your side, it tends you're to... You're the world's most unique cuddler. Yeah, it tends I'm to... Sorry, Kelly. Your spine curves down. And so if you put it between your knees, it keeps your spine straight. So it actually helps. And Kelly, I have no problems because Kelly I and I... I cuddle my cuddle pillow. Kelly and I are not cuddlers. Like, like, don't touch me. I don't touch... Like, because she's not a night person and you're not a morning person. But yeah, we're not... Like, even sitting on the couch, like, we have two couches and we're always on opposite couch it's just we're not we're not cuddlers and it's okay it's totally okay it's okay you, you should look into a woody smushmallow although it came back to buy me to go back to the injured body parts uh smush pillow is still pretty thick so i think i fell asleep with it behind my head <laughs> <coughs> just kinked up my neck the sore oh, body part have worst. you ever you ever named a body part have you I'm ever named i know i appreciate the fact i don't know why i'm playing with that still no, because I'm sitting here thinking of the movie uh, Anchorman when he he calls his fists Jack Johnson and Tom O'Leary, but I've never I've never. Anyway, I, I just had a random thought the other day. It's like, what if? Because I refer to myself as the A game, and I'm the only person. I I think that's kind of the joke. Well, usually, that's the joke. Um, but I'm like, man, if I could have a regular body part <clears throat> just to get people calling it something, like what type of name could I give to what body part? Was what I was thinking about. Kind of like doing the A-game thing, but with the body part. And I was like, like my right arm. What would be the funniest name for my right arm? Greg. It's like, well, if Greg is my right arm, then my left arm would obviously, you know, it's not as strong, but it's super helpful. Linda. Like Greg and Linda. So I was thinking, I was like, man, it'd be really awesome one day if I'm out in the parking lot, like lifting free weights and a wife beater, you know. I tend to do, and someone be like, instead of sun's out, guns out, be like, hey, hanging out with Greg today? How's Greg and Linda? How's Greg and Linda? Where people be like, dude, Greg got a new tattoo. It's like, right. Dude, Greg is spazzing out over here. Greg, the right arm Greg, who totally let me down on Sunday in basketball. Darren, I might have shot like 25% of that pig tournament. Listen, I've only played basketball with you a couple times, and I played, you know, we were in the pig tournament last year. You were terrible Sunday. I, I was just had a rough day on Sunday. It was I, a I think rough day. It, it was obviously showing in my game. Um, but you and but, I did have our second. Greg let me down. You and I did have our second elder pig competition. It was a good game. It was, it was a pretty good match. It was. We were hitting shots. And so. Did you get a single letter? No. I didn't. No. <laughs> but we hit shots. It took me a while. Like, I'd hit shots. You'd hit shots. You'd hit shots. I'd hit, it was good. So I once again get to pick out your outfit for Easter Sunday morning. And I already know, I already know exactly what I'm getting. And I'm not telling. You'll just show up. I'll give it to and you. And everybody the week will think Easter. Uh, do I keep the beard? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Cause I haven't decided what I want to do with that yet. Yeah, I'm keep I'm it. I'm it, I'm looking forward to hitting the thrift stores. <laughs> I know exactly what I'm going for. Uh, we're all looking forward to it. Do you remember you were more Especially Greg. Is Greg going to be out? Can I oh, take Greg no, with me? Nope. Greg and Linda will be Are they dressed up too? Here's why. Back when I was in high school, there <laughs> Greg, was a... Greg and Linda. There if was you're a, listening, love you guys. <laughs> there was a certain style called goth. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not doing that to you. But um, Sunday, Easter Sunday, y'all, what Adam comes in wearing, you're welcome. I'm going to look so cute. Uh, apparently last year I did good. Yeah, apparently. I think it's because I 
don't dress up because of my old job. I had to all the time. I just not, I don't look forward to dressing up. <laughs> now that might change one day, but I think people seen me not in my regular jeans and t-shirt, stuff like that, or not seeing me in my Greenbrier tour guide attire. To see me in something different, I think just blew their minds. Yeah. I'm also like 25 pounds lighter than I was last year. Because <laughs> that memory came up. I posed on a rock. <laughs> I do remember that. And I looking at that, I was like, man, I was a pretty big boy. Well, wait. Greg and Church, you're welcome. Greg and Linda, they look good because it was a sweater vest. Ahead of time, you are welcome. Oh, can oh, I can I have a hint? Good. Like what? No, we're just going to surprise everybody. You'll get. Am you'll I, you'll am I know speaking? before everybody else because I'll give it to you the day before. Am I speaking that morning? Am I getting in front of people? You'll be up on stage. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why I have to. I'll tell you right now. If I could, if this was closer to Christmas, I totally would find you a white sweater and find you a fake black Dickies turtleneck thing. That like cousin Eddie from vac- Christmas Vacation, <laughs> I would totally find. You that. know how hard it is to find a turtleneck in Greenbrier County, West Virginia. You have searched. I can't find a turtleneck. I have to because I lost a bet. So I don't think we told people when I have to wear. If you see me wearing a turtleneck, just know I lost a well, bet. Well, what was Again. the bet? Because I have to write a poem about how awesome you are, and right. you have to wear a turtleneck. It what was, was that bet? It was about football, about <gasps> not the outcome right. of the game, but the game within the game. Because yep. you and I both kind of had our... It was the Browns-Packers game. I said we'd have more rushing oh, yards, yep. which we did. And you you called something other than them winning, and you were totally right. Like, yeah. Aaron Rodgers is going to have 400 passing yards or something like that, and you were totally right. Aaron Rodgers is going to target Devontae Adams 17 times and the other five receivers four times. And you were totally right. And and so, yeah, yeah, we both. So you have to read a poem about my amazingness. Which will be read at the family get-together this uh, in April, at the end of April. And I'm wearing a cheeky sweater vest. And I'll probably bring a novel. And um, sit under a red light. I think. I'm not going to read the novel. I'm just going to look at it. I think I'll, this is what I'll do. Instead of you trying to find a turtleneck at the family get-together, you have to wear the outfit that I got for you last Easter. But this time, you have to have at least three buttons from the top unbuttoned and wear a gold chain with it. Oh, God. <laughs> Remember what we were talking about uh, during breakfast? Like, what preaching style do you, would you most consider another pastor? And I, I gave you somebody's name. Yeah. That, that person's name would do that because I'm pretty sure I've seen that before. Like a gold chain, some chest hair. <laughs> Looking like a BG. That's... I, is that a BG or is that our pastor? I think that's going to be... That's the question. That's that's going to be the requirement. World's worst game show. <laughs> is that a BG? We've got to make that happen. Or, the, or is that a pastor? But I will, something on a different note. Kelly and I did uh, a date night thing. If you came to our marriage night, we gave you a year's worth of date nights. Like for each month, there's this huge list. Everybody got that in their gift bag. And one of the things that was suggested was go to a bookstore and pick out a book for one another. Like, here, I think you'll like this one. Here, I think you'll like this here, one. Here, I bought you an atlas. <laughs> I think you'd also love it. I hope you enjoy your thesaurus. <laughs> well, we only have one bookstore around here. So we scheduled a night to go get coffee and go to this bookstore. Well, we go to the bookstore. They're closed for inventory. 
And by the time we got there, when you go to the coffee shop, they're closed. So it just didn't work out. So while we were in Gatlinburg, there's this big bookstore. So Kelly's like, let's go pick out books. So I picked out one that she, I think she would like. Ripley's, believe it or not, 2022? No, I think, I can't even remember what I got her, but I think it's, it's she loves sci-fi, and so I got her this sci-fi book. <gasps> Ripley's, believe it or not, 2022. <laughs> hey, I came close. She got me a book by J.R.R. Tolkien called uh, Stories from the, oh, something realm. They're, they're random stories. Does that have a chapter about Arwen and Aragorn? Like, the, the chapter's called The Story of Arwen and Aragorn? Or the, the Adventures of Arwen and Aragorn? I'm, I'm looking, because I'm only the second story in. But it's, it's not Shadow. Tales from the Perilous Realm. Perilous Realm. Yes. And so, um, the thing that's interesting about it is it's totally Tolkien. Like, you can tell it's totally him, uh, the way he writes and everything. But I've yet to read a name that I recognize. Like, so the first one was called Roverandum. And it's about a dog who gets turned into a toy by a wizard. Is this in Middle-earth, or is it, is it associated it, with Middle-earth? Like, same rules? Is this somewhere in Rohan? It, that's the thing. I've yet to read a name I recognize. Huh. But the third story in it is The Adventures of Tom Bombadil. And what I'm reading right now is Farmer, Farmer Giles of Ham. Oh, yes, yes. Farmer Giles of Ham. The last one is Leaf of Nigel. So no. no, Nigel. So there's no, <laughs> no one that you just mentioned, but, but that's, that hey. is, I, I, it took me a while to catch on to it because, you keep, you keep waiting for a familiar name. And you never get there, and so this has been, you were talking about it being a tough read in. Uh, New Moon. Eclipse. Well, it's 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 my favorite book so far, but it's hard for me to get excited about continuing because there's not a lot of plot happening. It's just character build up and like, yeah, hey, here's my past. Now when now Bella and Edward go talk to this guy about his past. Now she goes to, to Lapush to hang out with the werewolves and learn about their past. And the only thing that happened was like, well, she drove from Forks to Lapush. It's pretty riveting stuff. Yeah, I mean, edge of your seat. Yeah, clearly. But that's I'm 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 getting more into it because now I'm not expecting Middle Earth. So I'm just enjoying now, once it, I get to Tom Bombadil, <clears throat> I will. And that could be a good thing too. It's like with the um, the Ring of Power series coming up, because they're like, and some familiar faces will be appearing. I'm okay if there aren't, because I love whenever a story's complete and it's done. Like to me, the Lord of the Rings trilogy, the movies, the films, perfect. They're done, closed, awesome. Now, I oh, the Hobbit movies are okay, but let's not compare them to the greatness that is the original Lord of the Rings trilogy. But when they, because you know how they brought Legolas into the Hobbit? Yeah, it's he's like, not even no, in I don't, the Hobbit. I'm okay. I love Middle Earth so much. I would be okay with what you're talking about. That's kind of like with the Hobbit, because I was way more familiarized with um, Fellowship of the Ring, Two Towers, and Return of the King before I read the Hobbit. So I read the Hobbit later on. Um, so there was a little bit of disappointment. It's like, ah, okay, I mean, you got Gandalf, kind of, from the other ones. That's kind of cool. And Bilbo, to a lesser degree. But learning about 
you know, like the the men of Dale and Bard and their history. It's really cool because it's the same the same rules, the same universe universe, but just a different perspective. I'm yeah. okay with that. It's whenever they try to sprinkle in, like they the whole reason to watch is because they brought back a character, Boba Fett. Which is what you did. I was like, "What is this going on?" No, it did not make sense. Well, no, and that's it is, what I, it was cool, but it didn't make any sense to me. I'm excited about the the Lord of the Rings series on Amazon as well because it is Middle Earth. But I I did hear from somebody the the thing about it is they don't have any of the rights to those characters, and so this is going to be so disconnected from anything you know. Good about it. So it'll it'll be interesting. Wish Peter Jackson came back to direct it. Did he? He should. I thought he was a part of it. Is he? Well, I feel like the amount of knowledge he has, you'd almost have to include him. Yeah. Which we were talking the other day about our, like, a bucket list, like, where would you want to travel? And mine is New, New Zealand. I'd want to go to the Lord of the Rings trip in New Zealand. Let's do it. Oh, it's on. Let's do it. Listener, you heard it here. Darren and I, we're going to go to New Zealand. And if you want to come with us, uh, probably not. Probably not. But let us know if you have any feedback. Grassroots.com, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. If you are really confused about what you just listened to, you should probably check out the introduction for the next episode. We'll explain a little bit more. Until then, we will see you soon.